Let's talk. This podcast featuring three black women talking about our perspective on life and all that happens in it and through it from marriage, sex, politics, and culture while providing laughter, information, and encouragement over great food and drinks. Sis. Go ahead, queen. Listen. Let's talk. Good evening, everybody. All hey, our co-workers y'all. out there. How y'all hey. doing? Yes, doing good, Queen. Hey, doing good. What's going on, everybody? Hey, so I'm doing good. You all right? I worked today. How was it? It was work. It was work. <laughs> it was work. <laughs> on a Saturday. I'm grateful for a job. Amen. Yes, and, and paycheck. Yes, ma'am. And that bonus that we got, even though they taxed they it. They taxed well, the hell out of that shit. That's all right. Nah, <laughs> and not mine, because I don't get I don't have to do that. Maryland since we're military. So, so you got I, your whole thousand. Nah, girl, I got like it was like seven seven. Oh we don't do that state tax. Yeah, we don't do no state tax. So uh. Maryland ain't getting nothing from Crystal Buck. Bless you. Bless you, Maryland. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I should have married a, mar- a military man. Nah. Nah. Nah, Queen, you good. I should have married a military man. You married man. the man that you married. <laughs> That's right. And now you with him. Cause that's who God had for you. Negative. <laughs> Moving on along. <laughs> so today's topic mm-hmm. is girlfriends. After the show, you know, that show was on so many years ago. It just came back on Netflix. And I didn't realize it had been that long since that show was out. How many what, years? I think they said 20, 25. Woo! I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh. I feel old. Yes. <laughs> Oh, 20, 20 years. Yeah, I believe it was. And I started to watch some of the episodes, and I was like, I'm going to have to do a marathon by myself because I love that show. But oh. now they have one, like, it's called Sisters. So that's mm. what I watch that's now. That's Tyler Perry. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's just like um, Girlfriend. So. Mm. Yeah, so if you had to pick uh, one of the characters from Girlfriend, which one would be you? Because mm-hmm, I don't really watch it like that. Really? Yeah, maybe I need to watch it. I would say I am. What was the one that with, had the little boy? I don't know, but whichever. Oh, oh, um, uh, what is her name? Uh, I'm not sure, but whoever, whichever one is the turn up one. That's, that's the one I'm talking about. That's, oh. a, <laughs> that's a, I'm the turn up one. The one yeah. that don't care about can, nothing. Why can't I think of her name? <laughs> I can't I don't think know, of but that. I'm the one that don't care what people say, what people, you know, think. I turn out. She was the ghetto care. one. Oh, she wasn't ghetto. She wasn't ghetto. She was refined. Yeah, she, yeah, she was. She was turned up. Uh-huh. So, you know, I don't know. I don't think I would be Joan. Well, I probably would be Joan. Is that the one that is played by uh, Tracy Ross? Yes, mm-hmm. she's okay. a lawyer. I would probably be Joan. Okay. Who had all the men? Who had all? The, who who would want to kept? Tony Childs. So well, maybe that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Whoever is, had all the fellas. Oh, Lord. Maya. Maya. Maya that's, I'm Maya. Okay. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm a little bit of Maya. And I would say a little bit of... <laughs> all right, but... Girl, listen. Who are you, Chris? Who is Antoinette? No, know. honey. So, no. Talking about girlfriends, do you guys have a lot of girlfriends? Mm, I think with me, I would say no. I, you know, I have a sorority sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people that I grew up with, um, and I have people that I met along the way. But I would say no. I have a good, 
I could say, I could count on one hand how many true, 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 true friends I have. CC, and what about you? I think for me, I have, I, not, since I've gotten older, I think my circle's a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. But I, I think being military, I have a lot of, I do have a lot of girlfriends, I think. Um, but my circle is really tight. So, yes, I do have a lot of girlfriends. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think I have a whole bunch of friends, girlfriends. But I think we should define it because I think there are levels of friends and mm-hmm. I think there are types of friends. Yeah. So we kind of use that word loosely to call everybody a friend. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get offended when they think they're a friend, but they're really associates. <laughs> so... How do you determine if someone is a friend or an associate? And do you put friend, do you have best friend, friend, and then associate? Yes. Like, for me, I think, like, even when my kids were growing up, I would be like, they'd be like, that's my friend. And I'd be like, no, that's not your friend. You know, I think for me, yes, I have best friends. I have friends. And, yes, I have associates. So, for me, and I think we talked about this the other day, for me, a, a friend, like, a best friend would be someone, like, that I think I, is my confidant, really knows me inside and out. Um, I could be my authentic self around. Um, and I think a friend for me would be someone that, like I said the other day, would we've eat, like they come to my house, we hang out, we may do some things together that we like to enjoy doing. And associates are more like people that I just meet. I'm probably not breaking bread with you. You've probably never been to my house. Um, I may see you at different event functions or whatever or out and about but yeah you're more my associate that's what I would consider yeah what about you Crystal you know (laughs) the word friend is used too loosely um you know a friend is a person that to me is I don't I feel comfortable with telling them my deepest darkest secret and I know that they're going to hold on to that and take it to that grave now an associate is a person you know, I could just talk to about certain things. You know, I'm not going to talk to them about my personal life or what's going on, but we could hang, we could chill, we could go out, we could have drinks. Those are associates. But like a true, true friend is a person I could be vulnerable with, a person I could cry on their shoulder, mm-hmm. a person I could, they could just see me at my worst and not judge me. That's a true friend. So would you say a true friend is a, so you don't have like best friends and then just friends? Um, I do have best friends. I do a be- a be- I do have best friends. I could say I have one best friend. And, I, you know, I met her when I was pregnant with my son. So we've been knowing each other for over 20 plus years. That is my true best friend. And we could, you know, with life, you know, we don't see each other as much as I would want to. But when we get together, it's like no time never lapsed that right. we can see each other. So that's like my true best friend. I mean, like she knows everything about me. Everything, you know, that's like a best friend. And I know that she'll take those things to her grave and she don't judge me. She know that, oh, that's just Crystal. You know, she all right. You know, we'll check on each other from time to time, you know, things like that. And even though, like I said, we don't see each other as much as I would want to see her. um, But we know we still got each other if we need, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Associates for me, I think I have a lot of associates. But as we talk, I'm like, oh, this is my friend. Mm -hmm. Or, because it just doesn't seem right to say, oh, this is my associate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. most of the time, just, this is Crystal. Mm-hmm. This is Crystal. Mm-hmm. You know, we hang out, we work together, mm-hmm. or I've met them. Uh, I think that friends and best friends, for me, they're kind of a little bit different. Because mm-hmm. a friend, for me, could be someone that 
I kick it with, we hang out. Mm-hmm. I can talk to them about certain things, but not maybe be as open with them. But a best friend to me, I can talk to you. I can cry. Like you said, you can make your ugly cry, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. when my hair is not done, when I'm not feeling my best, when I'm feeling low, I can call them and talk to them. And then they don't judge me, like you said. Hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people throw that word around uh, when I used to manage um, people, a lot of people got mad at work because they thought their coworkers were their yeah. friends. Mm-mm. And I always tell people, coworkers are not friends. Coworkers are coworkers. We work together. We co-work. So if you find a friend along the way, that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you leave a job the way you came, there's no love lost there. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't go to jobs looking for friends. But I think I think that it's important to to know. I don't have to tell you, Crystal, you're in this level of mm-hmm. friendship. with People know. I know that we're not best friends. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right. for me, it takes time to develop a best friend exactly. status. Exactly. So that, that's my take on it. Yeah. But I do believe there are levels to friends. <laughs> and I know we've talked about this before. <laughs> Y'all already know how I feel about these levels of friends. You oh. know, I have my own philosophy. And, you know, people might not believe, agree with me, but I have my own philosophy about levels of friends. So before you do your levels, let me yeah. do that. Because that would be a whole lot deeper. <laughs> what do you mean by a little bit deeper than yours? So for me, a level of friend, is it's, it's a different category. So for levels of friends for me, I like to have three three levels of friends. So you have me, what I'm going through, my age group or whatever. Somebody's on the same level as me. We're pretty much going through the same parts of life. Then you have someone that is probably already graduated of what I was going through. They're up above higher, so I would look up to them. Maybe they can help me. They can give me a hand up. And then there's someone who's now going through what I used to go through or how I used to be someone that I can lift, give a hand up to. So it's important to have those types of levels of friendships for me. So everybody's not, oh, we all up here, we all here, because you can learn. You can remember, hey, I can give back to this person who's now going through what I was going through. And then this person who's like, girl, I understand because I'm going through that right now myself. And then somebody else says, since you're going to come out on the other side and you have so much more to look forward to. And that can be in finance and marriage, as a parent, whatever it may be, it can be those levels. But I can have associates and friends on both, on all of those levels. So for me, that's my levels. Totally different than my level. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's why I said, let me get mine first. Totally different than my level. So listen, everybody out there, listen. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you about that. I say my levels. People going to be like, you know what? Yeah. So to me, there are three levels of friends. Okay? You know your friends going to be listening to see what level you put them in. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and they're going to know which fucking level, each one of them going to know which level they on. For real. Okay, When I ahead. say my level, they're going to say, oh, I must be her level one, two, or three. Come on, see. <laughs> Come on, see. So let me tell you, I have three levels of friends. Everybody out there, all my friends, it's three levels of y'all. I have my level ones. My level ones are my sandbox friends. These are the girls I grew up in the projects with. These are the ones we did all fr- play Freaky Friday with. Y'all remember Freaky Friday? I don't know if y'all had Freaky Friday back in the day, but we played you know, it. You uh, played it? You know no, what Freaky Friday? Freaky, no, I don't, I don't know, know what that is. We played level ones. Uh, go get it. How to go get it. <laughs> oh, you made catch a girl, get a oh, girl. Oh, that's a lot of, okay. <laughs> it all got well, different names. 
friends, the friends that I work on is you. So those are level one friends. That those are ones I went to elementary, middle, high school with. Those are level ones. Okay, then you have my level two friends. My level two friends are the girl who. No, let's talk about level three first, because then level two in the middle. Level three, level three are my rich friends. These are my well-off friends, my friends that are the bougie friends, the friends that are professionals, they're established. They would never hang with the level ones because the level ones are too ghetto. Then you have the level two friends. The level two friends, they're the ones that could go either way. They could even mix with the ghetto girls or they could mix with the bougie girls. I'm a level two friend then. I'm just putting it out yeah. there. Now <laughs> I'm level two too because I could go either way. Like I go yeah. rock with some of my hood friends when I'm ready to turn up and be hood. And I'm and I rock with my level three friends when I'm ready to cross my legs and carry my Chanel bags. I'ma say and, I'm one of your level two friends. How yeah. about that? Yeah, I'm level, level two. two. You think so? I was gonna put you at level three, Nicole. <laughs> I was gonna put you at level three, Nicole. Nicole's gonna put you at level three. See, you're level two. Maybe okay. I can say I'm level, level two. two. Level two. I'm gonna say that's that. how I say my level of friends are. That's what I say level of friends. Okay. So I, it's so curious to know because after my friends hear my podcast, I know they're gonna be hitting me up like, "Bitch, am I your level three or am I like your level two or one?" But I think they're gonna know who I am. You know, I don't think there's who wrong. they are. I don't think there's anything wrong with having levels of friends like mm-hmm. that. Because I think sometimes when people are friends, like we're friends, mm-hmm. and then I want to take you to be with my other friends, yeah. they don't all mix. Mm-hmm. The only common denominator is me. So where I may think this person is a level two friend, you may see them and be like, oh, no, she is a hood. She's a level <laughs> one. You know, and you can't deal with her. So I think we have to... Accept that. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is not going to fit into all circles and be all things to all people. Mm. See, but, like, we talked, to, and I'm, like, for me, I don't have, like, levels like that. Like, I, I mean, for me, you're either a friend or you're not. <laughs> and, and my my friends who are well-off or established better be able to hang with my friends who aren't. So, I mean, But is yeah. that fair to them to say they better be able to hang I with I mean... Them? Because when I'm when I want to invite people over my house, I don't like I don't distinguish between hey, this is who you are. Most of my people can intertwine, mm-hmm. like intermingle. Like I don't really I don't think I have friends that think they're too bougie or too good to be around. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. I had a situation where I had an event and I invited everybody, <laughs> and some people were uncomfortable. You had my level ones that felt like they wasn't good enough to be there. They was uncomfortable with me around my level threes. Then you had my level threes frowning up at my level ones. Like, what the, like, who are they? Like, I've you never know? had that happen. Yes. Yeah, so I, I think I'm more like CC. Uh-huh. I think if I invited all my friends together, everybody would mesh. Now, they may not hang out afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think the type of person I am and the type of people mm-hmm. they are, they would be able to mingle in that. I mean, that or at least make people feel comfortable. Like, yeah. I think I don't, I've never had friends that, I mean, like, where you won't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. like, to be around. Even, like, you might, because, I mean, I'm not super quiet, but, I mean, I have, I do have quiet friends, believe it or not. Uh, you're not super not, quiet I, at all. No, I'm not super quiet. <laughs> but I'm going to tell y'all, like, me being the way that I am does, like, affect how I think and stuff as far as friends. Because even, like, sometimes, like, I have level three friends, but sometimes my mindset be at level one. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Because it had I had a situation that happened where something came up where uh, someone's husband did something online. And he did it. He like, okay, so he, I had a girl, I know somebody that posted a picture of her whole full body. And I, somebody's husband follows the girl, but didn't know that one of my friends followed the girl too. And he made a 
comment at the girl's picture like, God damn girl, you look good as fuck. Like you look fat. I can have you both both. But mind you, that's one of our friends' husband that said that. So one of my friends was like, yo, what should I do? Like, you know, like I see him saying this to this girl. We friends with his wife. Like, what should I do? Me, the level one came out. It's like, I fucked that nigga. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, no, call him out right there on the post. Like, how dare he do that to our homegirl, blah, 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 blah. But she level three. She like, oh, no, I would never. So then at my point, I'm like, I got upset because I'm like, the, I'm like, how dare you not ride for our friend? Like, how dare you not, like, call him out and let her know that her man out here being reckless? But she was like, I'm not going to do that. But would she want to receive it? That's the question yes. I would have. Like, mm. is, is your friend someone who could receive it? Because no. everybody don't be ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you have to know your girlfriend. Like, you have mm. to know the person that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Because she might be like, hey, maybe they're swingers and they that's what they into. You know what I mean? Mm. So you just never know. So is your you think your friend would be somebody who could receive it? I mean, I don't know, but I will still put it out there that this is what he's doing. At least, at least I will know I did my part with, you know, telling her, like, I seen your man do this. I think that goes to the girl code. Mm -hmm. So guys have a guy code. Mm -hmm. I think there's an unspoken girl code. Some people have it. And I think that goes into the girl code. A girl code. code I'm sorry. Do I tell my friend if I see her man stepping out or if I see her man doing this or that? Do we talk about that as friends before? Like, at what level of friendship or how long do we have to be a friend for me to say, hey, if you see see my man out doing this or if you see my kids out doing it, I need you to tell me. Mm. Is that a conversation that we have? I mean, it, to me, yes. I think it's a conversation to be had. Because but you, when do you have it? When you feel as though you're comfortable enough to to be someone's like when you feel as though you're getting close to a person. So like for example, okay. I started the job in March. I met you guys in March, mm -hmm. and I feel as though I'm comfortable enough to be like, hey, if you see my kids pop, you know, doing something that had no business, you see my man doing something that had no business, let me know. That's I mean like I feel as though I'm comfortable enough to say that to you all. Um, but I guess it depends on the person and how yeah. close do you feel with them women to put yourself out there like that. That's true. I think that in that situation, I don't even, because do you want to know? Yes, you want to know. Mm -hmm. So if you see, see my man out there, you tell me. But then my reaction will be, what is, what kind of friend will you be if I don't do what you think I should do? Right. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times this conversation has come up before and they'll say, Oh, you saw my man out doing such and such. And you ain't tell And me. you didn't tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how would you even know that I knew that? Well, I know that you were at the party when he was at the party, blah, 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 blah. And you supposed to be my friend and you didn't tell me. And you feel so betrayed. Like, that, so hurt. Yeah, so I think for you, mm -hmm. you would feel that way. But then on the other side of the coin, what if the other person said, well, you remember last time I told you? And then you didn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. Every time I told you after that, or you know that he did it, you told me. And then, you know, the person gets mad. So how do you, as the friend that knows it happened, how do you react when your friend doesn't turn up, as you like to say, like you do? Or you're stuck in the middle. Like, I mm -hmm. think a lot of times, too, as a girlfriend, like when you're saying the code, the girl code, and then you're stuck in the middle because... He, like you're saying, she don't leave him. 
or it just keeps happening. Or she doesn't get mad and act right. a fool. Or then she tells them, oh, you know, I, Crystal saw you or Crystal said, then she's mad at you. Or he's guy, mad at yeah. you. You know what I mean? So it, I think it just depends on how close you are, like like Crystal's saying, how, mm-hmm. how the relationship is. Because I think, like, for me, I have friends that go through, go through things with their boyfriends or husbands, and I try to stay most of the time neutral. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, and I, like, and we're, like, sometimes we're really close, so we're friends with both of them. And it's like, yes, there is a girlfriend code. Now, I, I do be telling my girlfriends, like, hey, like, don't be stupid. You know what I mean? Like, be wise in your movements. But at the same time, not try not to take sides. Because, yeah. you know, you just I just try to stay neutral. As neutral as I can, I guess. I like to tell people, so my friends, when they come to me, and they'll, they'll talk to me about something as far as in a relationship, a lot of times my female friends will say, well, how are you taking his side? How is it my fault? And I said... I'm not talking, it's not your fault and I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I'm talking to you. So I can't give you information or advice on what he should do because I'm not talking to him. I'm talking about what you can do. He acted fool, he did this. These are the things that I think that you could do. So a lot of times they think I'm coming down on them and I'm not. I'm saying if you want me to be your friend, my friend is to help you. So you want to stay. So these are the things that I think might need to help well. What was your part in it? Let's see if we can work around that. And sometimes I think um, in the beginning they're not very receptive. But then when they keep listening, it's like, you know, you're right. But what do you do when the friend doesn't leave or the friend doesn't get mad? She don't even say anything or she's upset. How are you the friend that says, I want to be told so I can turn up when she doesn't act like that? What do we do? So what was your, so for you, Crystal, so if you would have told her or you would have said, or that friend would have said, hey, this is kind of what happened. I guess what were y'all hoping that, what was her, her response going to be? Or what do you think her response was going to be? With me, I guess with me, um, if I tell, I think more so with me, it's more fulfillment, being satisfied with me. I could care less what your response is. Like if I tell, if I see anybody's husband out and if I'm your friend, I'm my job is to be your friend. I'm going to tell you. I saw your husband. Now, what you do with that information, right. that's your problem. That's you. That's what you decide to do with your information. I could care less. I want to be go to sleep easy at night knowing I did my job as a friend. And I let you know that I saw something that I didn't agree with. And I told you. My job was to tell you as a friend. Now, I could care less how you took the information, what you did with the information. I'm not going to be mad if you stay or go. I just want to know I was there for you as a friend. Because I take that word serious. Like, a lot of people, like, I don't lo- use that friend word loosely. When I'm your girl, I'm going to ride with you. I'm going right. to ride for you. I'm going to be there for you. With, you're my homegirl. There, I'm there for you. And that's by all means. Now, I can't control what you do with the information that I give you. Right. And I'm not going to be upset if you don't do what I expect for you to do. That's not my call. But... As long as I know I did my job as a friend, I'm good. That's See, and I think I that's can, good you know? because that's I think good. that, mm-hmm. like, I know just growing up and when me mm-hmm. and my husband was dating, and I know that, like, I would have friends that come, you know, I saw your, but then he was my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I saw your boyfriend doing this and that. My mom would always say, be careful of the dog that carries the bow. 
Mm-hmm. Because I love it. Yeah, I love. <laughs> that's it. an Odessaism. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. But be careful of the dog that carries the bone. Because if you got someone and they ain't got no man, and they trying to tell, give you advice for how, what to do with your man, mm-hmm. like it don't work. So I think that for me, I think yes, I would want to know. But like you're saying, I think you have a good balance, though, Crystal, because you're just basically saying, hey, I'm just giving you the information, yeah. what you do with the information. But a lot of times you have girlfriends that say, oh, I would leave them. I would leave them. I wouldn't mm-hmm. take that. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I try I not to be that, that kind of yeah, friend. You know that. what I mean? Uh-uh. Like, I tell my friend, I have a lot of friends going through things. And even when I was going through things, even in my when I had boyfriends or even in my marriage, I, I think the kind of girlfriends, and we talked about this before, surrounding yourself with people who's going to give you sound advice, right? Hmm. Because, like you said, everybody's not in your shoes and not in your situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to tell someone, well, I would leave them, you know, I think like you're saying, Nicole, is giving someone support. What is it that you want me to to help you do, right? Because, right, I could, like, I am I do believe, like, I could be the friend, hey, I'll turn up, we can, I'm really not a fighter, but <laughs> I'll, bust your, I'll bust windows or, 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 you know, flatten tires with you if that's what it requires. But if you want to stay or, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm definitely your, your, your level two friend. I could be ghetto or I could be. I can't be that ghetto. Or, or help you something. go get an attorney. Let me tell you I something. Could, I could be all three. Yeah. I could be yeah. all three. I could be one, two, or three. It's like a chameleon. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm a chameleon. Whatever the situation yeah. called for. Yeah. I could be. But I think that that's, for, for me, that's, you know, being that kind of girlfriend to just say, hey, I'm going to support you. Mm-hmm. Because I think that many times we don't want, I know I don't anyway. I don't want people to be, like, I know when I have, like, what Nicole's saying is true. Because when I have to go to her and she's like, you want me to tell you the truth or you want me to, and I'm like, no, I want you, like, we call I'll her tell you something to make pastor you feel at work. That's what we call her at work. <laughs> we call her pastor because she gives great, great advice. But, you know. And a friend, speaking of that, and since we talked about that, a true friend they're not going to tell you what you want to hear. That's they're going right. to tell you what you need to hear. That's right. Yes. So if they're your, they your true friend, they're not going They going to go straight to what you need to hear. And when you know they're your true friend because when they tell you, you don't get mad, you receive it. That's how come you know that's your true friend. And they know you. I think if that makes yes. a difference between an acquaintance and a friend. You know yes. what I mean? Because like you're saying, they know what you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes an acquaintance can give you very good advice. Okay. Because they're kind of like, I feel like people at work, like I'll talk to some people, mm-hmm. they're just acquaintances. But they'll talk about something and they'll come and I can give them some advice. And it's probably something that their friends haven't told them. So I think... But are you talking biased. about personal? They're biased though, because an acquaintance is biased. They don't, they like, they don't really know you, but they know, they don't really know you like Right, that. and what advice so are you talking about too? So are you talking about personal like... Personal advice. So somebody... But not comes, relationships. Like, I wouldn't be talking to an acquaintance about... I wouldn't be talking about it either, but sometimes people just come and sit down and they just need to dump. And I'm like, well, maybe yeah. maybe you could try this, this, that, and the third. It's just surface-level things. But I think you can do those things. I think as a girlfriend or as a friend, we like to say, you want your friends to be able to be there for you, to be able to tell you when you're wrong, when you're not, you know, to be there to support you. But I also think friendship comes with growth. So I always consider myself to be a very good friend. Oh, my God, just like... If I'm your friend, I'm your friend. I'm going to be there. I want to call you. I want to make sure. I want to check on you. I want to do all these things. But my 20-year-old self, or I would say, like, after high school up until my 20s, was I would never. Oh, my God. And you did it. Oh, we about to. But then as you get further into your 20s, you kind of learn that. And it's not, I wouldn't say experience taught me first. I would say 
life taught me first because I started to see other people go through things, other situations. Well, maybe that's not the best way to handle it. But then experience is a great teacher as well. So things that I said I would never do, I found myself doing. You get what I'm saying? Your friends have to be able to grow with you through that because some of my friends were on that level in their 20s and 30s when they were early 20s, but I was still down here. So they had to grow with me and wait till I got to that point. So they, they had to tell me all the hard truths. So we have to make sure that I always try to encourage people. So I'll never tell somebody, oh, you should leave your man. Oh, girl, well, he ain't no good. He's this, if he good for you, he good for me. So how do we make it work? What you want to do? You want to leave him or do you want to stay with him? Now, if you want to stay with him, I can help you. You want to leave him, we can go that way. But I may also say, is leaving him what you really want to do. Right. Like, because a lot of times women will throw that word out there or that situation out there and be like, oh, I'm going to leave him. But they're not really ready. Right. So my thing is sit down, take a conversation, have a conversation with yourself, have a conversation with God, work it out and see what you want to do. And don't let other people talk to you because your true girlfriends are not going to be the ones that's in your ear. Comes, yeah, 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 yeah. They're not going to do that. They're going to be like, let's sit down and talk mm -hmm. about this mm -hmm. sensibly. So we want to make sure that as a girl, the girl code should be what's best for my friend. And I think to me, I'm because I'm big on empowerment. So I think for me, I'm big on, is my friend empowering me, right? Is, are they, like you said, giving you, and we're going to do it later on, but this little nuggets of life, right? And so no matter, even for y'all, like you say, your three levels, in each of those levels, those friends still have to be empowering me. You know what I mean? Yes. Like still, if it's my level one, like Crystal said, that, my level twos or level threes, but are they empowering me? So I, I'm, I'm big on that, you know, because I always say, like, for me, I have friends that from, from when I, you know, because we're military, so we move around a lot, but friends that I grew up with. And, like, now, like, for me, like, I don't go out anymore and do those kind of things, but they're still my friends, right? But I have a problem with, like, when people, when you're growing and then, like, Chris, I, I don't know, like, maybe you forget. I feel like sometimes people forget where they came from. Yes. And it's like, okay, now I'm doing this, so I forget about you. Or I'm educated, so now you're no longer my friend. But I feel like even when you're doing those things, I don't know, like, maybe going out to eat or whatever, you should still be able to pull those other friends in with you. Sometimes. So it depends. So sometimes, like you said, with military, you get introduced to different foods and things like that, different experiences. Right. So now I really enjoy these experiences, and I want to go out and do these things. However, my friends from here, they don't like to do that. They, I don't want to do, why you want to eat that? Why you want to? So sometimes you do have to separate yourself in certain situations because you find yourself outgrowing a friendship. Whereas, well, we used to be able to go get McDonald's, and that was our thing, or going to a buffet, where now I don't really like to do that as often, but I want to. I value our friendship, so I'll do it with you every now and then. Right, So right, we right, grow right. as different. But let's talk about something else. Let's talk about the girl code. What's your one thing that goes into the girl code? Because for me, my one thing is, if I'm not at home, you shouldn't be at my house. So if don't, why you coming to my house with my man if I'm not home? Girl. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's number one in girl code. What's your number Mine one girl is, code? don't be making my nigga no plate. No, don't fucking make him no plate. He don't need no motherfucking never bitch making him no plate. Let me make my nigga his own plate. For real. And he know. Like, if we somewhere, 
if we somewhere, if we out to eat, if we like at a gathering, <laughs> and, a, and somebody like, you need a plate? No, my girl got my plate. She got me. He already know. I don't play that. Like, I think that's so fucking rude. I don't care. Cousins, sister, no. I'm gonna make my own nigga plate. Okay, what if his mama makes the plate? I don't know, bitch. I'm gonna make his plate. I'm gonna make his plate. No, no. You don't need to make my. He's not a boy, a little boy no more. She I'm gonna gave make him life, Crystal. She can't I don't make care. She can't make his plate. Care. She ain't fucking no. Coming over my house when I'm not there, I think would be a big one. Mm-hmm. Or I think you know what? No, you know what mine is because I've had this happen. People calling my husband, like that burns me a butt. Apart. Call your husband. Hold up. Hold up. Call your husband. Yeah, that burns me. Who got a... his number? Oh, there's a there's a few. Oh no! That, I don't yeah. care how close we are. That burns my. Like oh, I don't like no. nobody. Like I'm a woman that listen. Call me first. Like even for me, call me first and let me filter it to him. But yeah, that's that's one thing that does bug me. People calling him directly. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm, yeah, I'm that, lost that, on that one. I, 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 that don't really happen, no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like lost, that. I'm lost on that one. I, don't, I, I mean, he's military, so I mean, you think he helps a lot of people. You know, you know what I mean. But that's one thing I don't. Yeah, I don't like because I'm I always tell him like, listen, you're not no counselor. So hold up, we talking about homegirl friends. <laughs> yeah, friends got your yo. Let me tell you something. I don't care if we sandbox, hungry. No. And I don't want to really call them friends, though. Not my friends. I would say more acquaintances. Like, people that he yes. works with. I mean, regardless. I just don't like what females call my husband. Like, that... Yeah, that, that's deep. Yeah, that... I don't mm, like that. No, but that, that I mean, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's a little bit... That's a, yeah, that's a little like bit that. much, right? Yeah, there. man. But, you know, some people... That girl code is tell you one thing. the same man would be another Oh, that's another one. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. Let's go back to that one. If something happens to me, you better call one of my kids. Don't call my fucking husband. Call my kids. <laughs> call my kids. I mean, you can call my husband. You better hit that. one of them on yeah. the inbox. Yeah. No. There you go. Somebody. But anyways. I mean. What did you say? I mean, <laughs> be a freak. Yeah. And date. Yeah, dating is another one. Yeah, but I mean, now in, 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 um, I don't want, in high yeah, school. Definitely. I would never. Like, mm. date somebody? No. Mm. I don't so, want nobody leftovers. What do you look for in a friend? What do you look for? What what qualities, what characteristics do you consider a friend? Like, for me, it's about being able to be vulnerable. So mm-hmm. I need to be able to trust you. Mm-hmm. I have problems with trust. I think I've had problems with trust since I was a child. And it kind of gets a little bit different as you get older. So then you don't trust anybody. But you try to, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, it's it's a it's a big thing for me just being able to trust you to be able to tell you something and knowing that you're not going behind my back talking to me after I was just very vulnerable to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and really mean it like you want the best for me you want to see the best me a lot of times people used to take me all wrong I'm gonna tell you a story we used to live in Hawaii mm-hmm. when we were stationed there. And we went to this church there, and we used to have ladies' nights sometimes, and we went to this ladies' night. And y'all know me. I'm really not 
a really loud, loud person all the time. I can't. I like to have fun. I like to talk about, you know, me and my man, we about to go, you know. I'm saying we like to, I like to have fun. And one of the other ladies started to act different towards me, and I was like, I don't know what, what, what's going on. Did I do something to her? And one of my other friends told me, she said that you were too ghetto. Now, when I tell my friends this, <laughs> they look at me just the way you did, because all my friends say, you are not ghetto you are ever. Like no, She it. said I was so ghetto, and I was Let taken me ask you aback. Question. Was she black or was she another race? She was another race. Okay. Was she Hawaiian? She no. was not. She was a white lady. Yeah, that, yeah. But it, it hurt me because I thought we had a different relationship. And I was like, I never. Like, all my friends always tell me, you don't have a ghetto bone in your body. And I'm just like, no, I can be hood, you know what I'm saying? I can be a little ratchet, you know what I'm saying? Get the head clapped in. You know, I can do that. <laughs> but they said, it's just it's just not you. So when she said that, I kind of was offended, and mm. I was hurt at the same time. Mm -hmm. One, because she didn't come to me and talk to me. And if you know me, you know my heart. Mm -hmm. You know I'm not trying to be that way. So she didn't. So for me, just being able to trust somebody and you having my bed come to me and say, feelings. I used to have to leave with the preference. Okay, before I say this, I don't mean this to be this. I'm not trying. It was like a whole minute speech mm. before I could tell you what you say because people always took what I said. So for me, I want to be able to be my authentic self. And even if I misspeak that you said, okay, that was a little hurtful, but I think I, I think what you're saying is this. Mm. That That's important mm. for Marianne. What about you? I think for me in a friendship, I think what's important is, right, that I, I don't have to wear a mask. Mm, yes. I think that I, I definitely, I, I want to feel comfortable around my friends. I want to be able to be the loud crystal, the quiet crystal, the calm, the turned up, and I don't, I don't feel like I have to put a mask on. I think that's, mm, especially mm. in my 40s, I think that's, for me, that's really, like, when I was younger, I think my friends... You had more energy to put the mask on right. and take it off. In yeah. your 40s, you're yeah, like, just, yeah. that mask is burned. Yeah, I don't, I, just, burned. I don't have the energy for it now. So yeah. I just, like not I said. Not just that. I'm not putting a mask on in my 40s. Right. Not even. But I, said, I think that comes with growth, though, yeah. and maturity. And and like you're saying, if I don't want to, like when I, I went to my cousin's yesterday, and just to be able to take off my wig, right? If you see me without my wig, like when, I, when we're FaceTiming. I love it. And I, I, I have my it. wig off. Yeah, you're probably my friend. I love it. Because if not, you're probably not going to see me without the wig. I but love it. I think, yeah, that, and I use the wig as an analogy, but yeah, somebody, just take it off my mask, being being able just to be be me, not having to be the professional crystal or the, the mom, or you know, just being who I am. You know, something else is important, somebody I can laugh with. I like yeah. to have a good time and mm -hmm. cut up and have a good time. I just don't want somebody who every time you turn around and just, Oh my God! Here she go again. Oh my God! Right. Oh my God! Like, can we just have fun? I want to be able to do fun stuff, and I don't want you to judge me because I don't want to to go to the strip club. Like now, people in their thirties they go to the strip club with their man. I, I I don't understand it. I don't want to do it. I don't. I have everything they got. I want to see it. I I just don't. I think that's a new thing though. That's a new thing. But Crystal, what's yours? My criteria for a friend, um, I just want somebody that's not going to judge me, that's going to accept me for who I am. Um, and they're going to know, like, 
they're not as someone that's not gonna take things personal and that's gonna be unbiased and able to listen to me when I have problems and able to receive things and speak life into me. Mm-hmm. Definitely I need that I need a friend that's gonna speak life into me. That's gonna be my biggest cheerleader. That's what I need. So I think this question here, why do so many women say they don't have a lot of female friends? That is I've said it. I probably taught my daughter to say it and to do it. Why do we as do, why do we do that? And why does we why do we as black women That's do that? Ask, you think it's because everything is such a like a, a, a like a competition. I think we think we have friends, but then as time go on, we realize this person wasn't really our friend. Like some they did something that rubbed us the wrong way. It was like That's, a friend don't do that. And I think like we realize like that person wasn't our friend. Like, we start out with all these friends, but as time go on, it's like, she really wasn't my friend. So that's why we have that, oh, I don't have a lot of friends. Because we thought we had this person, but then she did something to betray betray you, and then it's like, she's not a friend because she did this. So I think that's why a lot of women say, I don't have a lot of friends because of that. I think they say because a lot of people are messy. I think one one of the reasons they're messy. They're and messy because people and are petty. generally not true friends. Right. That too. And also I think that we we start to call people friends. We expect people to be the same way we are. Hmm. That's so, my that's my bad. So thing. for me it's like don't try to make somebody be the type of friend that you would be or you your expectation is too high. Sometimes we do that to our children. We give them expectations and the kid will say the expectations that you put on us are just way too high. I feel like I'll never be able to reach it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think we can do that to our friends. And that that's probably why we say that. I don't know why. I've always said you don't have a bunch of women. Why? Because they come with a bunch of mess. Why do we say that? But I think it comes with maturity, too, because I think, like, what Crystal's saying, I did a group session one time when I was a director of a missing persons agency with a group of moms and daughters. And I called it Who's in Your Circle. And I used a dartboard as the analogy. Mm-hmm. And so if you think of a dartboard, the rings on the outer part of the dartboard are bigger. Right. Right? So I used the analogy like friendships and acquaintances. And I said, if you take the bullseye and you say this is my goal, right? And so you put a goal. So just say like my goal is, I don't know, say I want to be a teacher or get a degree. So when you're older... You have a lot of friends, but that's not going to help you get to your goal, right? As the circles get go in, the circles in a dartboard are smaller. So like Crystal's saying that, hey, my inner circle that's closer to the goal, it doesn't fit a lot of friends in there. Right. So I think that that comes with maturity to say that, hey, if I have a goal in life, and I think we all said it, that, hey, we want people that are motivating, that inspire us. So if you have a goal... If you think of it like a dartboard, that outer circle around that bullseye is very small. That's true. That's good. It isn't it? And so the outer, you know, as you're you're growing inward, right? Because you should be growing inward. That circle is going to get smaller, and the group of friends that you have get smaller. Right. So for me, I think that I don't think that sometimes women are messy. But I think the reason why we don't have a lot of friends, I think, is because as we get older and we get more mature, we hope this happens. It don't happen with everybody, but I think that the circle of friends gets smaller. Because I think for me, like, growing up, I had a lot of friends, 
people I thought was my friends, like Crystal saying, mm -hmm. did me wrong. My feelings were always hurt. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like, I don't have, I have friends, but it's, it does, it's not so important because if I have a goal in mind and you're not helping to elevate or, or nurture that goal, then I got to move with you a little different. So you're that's just a just friend for, I like to go have fun with. Right. I like to go to the movies and things like that with. That's what I would say. Um, it's hard. Do you think it's cultural, though? Do you think white women say that or other races of people, do you think they say that? I think so. You think so? I think so. I think it's just women, period. I don't think it has anything to do with race. I just think it's just our genetic makeup. I just think we, you know, women are catty, period. I don't think it has anything to do with whether you're black, white, whatever. I think, if anything, they probably go through it more. That's you know, true. I look at certain, you know, I'm not really a reality show type person, but when, you know, I do peek at some of the reality shows and things like that, yeah. I think other races go through it. Who's their friend, who's not their friend, who's their acquaintance, you know, people betraying them. Yeah. So why do we compete? Why why do we as women always compete? With That's each a, other? Yes, with each other. So I know we've had this conversation before where it's like, well, I have a doctorate or I have a bachelor's or I have a master's and I make this much money and I'm doing this, like, and I do this and I do. Why do we compete? It's enough money out there for everybody. It's <laughs> enough clothes out there for everybody. It's enough businesses out there for everybody. Not if I get to them first. Not if I get to the clothes first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Crystal will buy up all the clothes. <laughs> I do love to shop. But what I'm saying is there's no need to compete. It's enough out there for everybody. So we have a special guest sitting in with us, Cree, today, uh, Cece's daughter. <laughs> and she has a business, okay? Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people who do shea butters and whip butters and all those type of things. If she sat back and she said, well, there's a lot of people doing that already, she wouldn't have her business, right? That's right. So we don't have to compete. We can always, this crystal here, C, is getting her a doctor. Mm -hmm. Her PhD. Yes. Mm -hmm. We excited. We yes, pushing we her are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you doing your dissertation? And, okay, yeah. we won't text you today. But I'm yes. going to tell y'all something, though. It was some people, black women, who was like, girl, you crazy. Why are you doing that? Why are you getting your doctorate? Why are you doing all that to create more student loan bills? And I'm looking at these women like, really? And these are women I thought that would be pushing me on, like, girl, go ahead. I'm, I'm proud of you. You getting your doctorate degree. Nah. But I think I it's had, inner. I have had some negative feedback about that. Like, but I think it's why inner. You, why? What's the point? What it's you inner. mean? What's the point? That's something I wanted to do for me. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I think it's not even about you, though, Crystal. Mm -hmm. I think it's about the other person. Because I think, like we're saying, if they're true girlfriends mm -hmm. and if they're true people, like mm -hmm. we're all saying, hey, the people that are going to empower and enrich you, mm -hmm. you're going to want, like people are going to, like like you said, we just met you in March. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, I, and we said this the other day, like for me, I can't wait to be like, oh, Dr. Corbin, Dr. Yes. you know, like we're, I'm, I'm excited mm -hmm. because, you know, for me, I feel like, listen, if it's a win for you, it's a win for all of us mm -hmm. because it's, it inspires us to do great, like. To see, like, and I, I tell people, like, oh, you know, my the other crystal, yeah, she's getting, her, you know, because, but I think that that's something inner with that person. Mm -hmm, so I yeah. think for you, don't look at it like, oh, well, no, it's because that person feels inadequate. And the crazy part about it is, that person, you, you know, it was a someone you consider like a 
an acquaintance or a friend or a sorority sister, and you like when they feed that negative energy into you, you like looking at them like, really, you you know you so disappointed because you thought out of all the people that that person would speak life into you, you know. So that I mean, it was just disappointing. But do men do that? I don't think men do that because I've seen my husband when. You know, his friends are doing something. He's all supportive and, oh, they're doing this. That's great. And I'm like, man, that sounds like trash. He's like, <laughs> girl, I, I've never said, like, I don't think dude, I've never met a dude that hate. It's only women. I've never met a dude that hate. I don't know. I never met, like, if, like, if dude, like, I've never met a dude that hate. Like, if they're one of their homeboys doing something, they're like, man, that nigga's crazy. Like, I'll go ahead, you know. Even though, like, they might think another way, they be like, but I'm so proud of this nigga. I've never met. A man that hate women, we hate so badly. I don't even know why. But it's because we hate ourselves. I think it's ingrained in us. I think it's because we feel inadequate within ourselves. I think it don't have nothing to do with the other person. I think it's inner. Like we we it's look like at we've us. been taught that right, right. And so we just continue to carry it on from generation to generation right. to generation. And I, I would say again, people like that are not your friends. Yeah, and I want to talk about Crystal. We were having a conversation, and you were talking about how some people join the Delta to mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. to find friends. You didn't join it for that no, reason, and no. so sometimes when people think they're they're your friends, but they're really just your blind sisters or your sorority sisters. Yes, I listen. I am a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Okay, yes. is that that's like a ooh. Right. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> I'm not a Delta, but, you know, and, I like to play I one on this, TV. A lot, of, a lot of people join the organization, and I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash from this conversation, but I don't care. A lot of people join the organization for friends, and that's a big no-no, a very big no-no. Because when you join that organization, you will realize that they're not your friends. You feel me? I joined the organization because the organization stood for something that I stood for. It, their morals, their values, all that followed what I wanted to do. I wanted to serve my community. I wanted to give back. So that's why I joined. I had hella friends before I became a Delta. You wanted to be around like-minded people. Exactly. I had, I'm going to repeat, I had hella friends before I became a Delta. And I still have those friends. When I joined, I gained sisters. Sorority sisters, not friends. Mm. Hear me out. Because some of those women, I love them dearly. They're my sorority sisters. But I will never share my deepest, darkest secrets with some of those women. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. My line sisters, I love them dearly. They're my line sisters. Some of them have rubbed me the wrong way. They know they have. So couple things that I would like to do before we end our session today. We all have daughters. What would be the one thing you would tell your daughter to make her a better friend, you know, girlfriend? Well, not a girlfriend is like a, and a boy, but to be a better friend to someone. What would be the one thing or two things that you could tell her to say, hey, let's do this so we can be better women so we don't have all the pettiness and the competition. What would be the one thing you would tell them? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a, a very good question. good question. I mean, for me, I would tell my daughters, you know, one, when you listen to a friend, listen to them before you give them advice. And give them advice not expecting them to take that advice. 
Don't expect for them to use that advice. You just give them the advice because they may not use it. And don't get angry when they don't use it. That's what I would tell my daughters. You know, be a good friend. Listen. Don't judge. Give advice. But when you give it, don't expect for them to use it. And don't get upset when they don't use it. That's what I would tell my daughters. I think for me, I would probably tell my daughter, everybody is not your friend, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Some people are just people that you can be nice to. Um, You can... Someone doesn't have to be your friend to help them. Mm. And I think that's important because my daughter, she's kind of like I was at a younger age. She wants to help. She's all these things. But for me, it's like it's okay for you to be nice and to help people and to encourage them and to be the best, for them to be the best that they can be. But they don't have to be a friend. A friend is a little bit different. So for me, you don't have to hate on somebody because they're not your friend. Mm. If this woman over here is doing this and you don't care that she a little too ratchet or she a little too bougie or she a little too whatever it is, you still root for her mm. because mm-hmm. she's doing something positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are things that I would say. What about you, Cece? And I think for me, what like what Crystal said, listening, definitely be a friend that listens, but be a friend that you're your authentic self and allow your friend to be their authentic self. So, you know, just letting them be who they are when whatever stage they are, but still be be willing to have tough conversations with your friend, like not being afraid to to be real with your friend. That's true. So we've come to the segment of our podcast, what we call quick reference cards. So um, those are the little things that we put on our badges that they give us at work that says, hey, when you hear this or when you do this, this is what you do. So we like to give you our little nuggets at the end called quick reference. My quick reference is don't make it hard to be your friend. You make others think they have to be a perfect friend. Sometimes we think we're being such a good friend to somebody, but it's stressful being our friend because if I don't tell her, if I don't say, if I don't do, if I'm not a perfect friend, She's not going to be my friend anymore. So sometimes that's a struggle and it's stressful. That's important to me for someone not to be, to feel like they have to be a perfect friend to me. Mm. So accept people for who they are. If they're not your friend, they're not. They're just associate Mm. or somebody that you care to be with. But don't make it stressful for them to be your friend. Who wants to go? Um, I would say... um, Never expect a friend to do, respond, or react in the way that you do. That's good. And I'm going to say it because I had a situation where I found out that someone I considered my, like, true friend, that they wouldn't respond the way I would. And and I asked the question, if you see my dude out, out of pocket with another woman, would you tell me? And she said no. And that hurt me because I was like, yo, if I see you do it, I'm going to tell you. And she was like, I want to tell you because I'm not my business. And I was just like, Ugh. and at that moment, I was like, yo, you're not my friend. But after she, after you told her that, you would want to know, do you think now she would tell you? I really don't think she would. But it, do you still consider her to be a friend? <sighs> From that one, That's all how- of the things that she's done for you and uh. been there for you. That one thing will make her stop being your friend. 
I have drink to that one. Nah, I mean, I'll still be her friend. <laughs> I mean, I'll still be her friend, but I'm just looking at her, like, differently now. It just, it, to me, it made me think, like, damn. So now it's like, I really have to be like, Crystal, you know what? People can't, and I like you. You can't expect people to be like you. That's a good one. You understand what I'm saying? Like, she's still my friend, but I'm like, then I had to realize, like, she's not me. That's true. And I can't be mad because she's not like me. I can't expect for a person to be like me. That's good. I'm going to put that on my badge. I'm going to put a lot of those on my badge because mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. What you got, Cece? And I have um, a friend that's someone who understands your past, believes in your future, and accepts you just the way you are. So I think for me, a friend, like right, they have to know part of my past um, and believe in that my past. Like for me, because I was a teenage mom, but... I had a future, right, and accepts, you know, me just the way I am. So my authentic self, allowing me, again, to be authentic. So, yeah. That's awesome. We're going to continue to encourage one another. We're going to continue to tell each other the truth. I think that's it. And allow one another to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And not hate on y'all. If y'all doing y'all thing, do your thing. Mm-hmm. So, today was a good session. Yes. It was a really good session, and I think this is something that I would be proud to let my daughter listen to, to understand that will be able to help her to grow as a 21-year-old woman right now. Mm-hmm. Um, today's Black Business will be brought to be brought to you by C. <laughs> uh, uh, today. I just want to give a shout-out to the Inkwell Studios. Like, this is where we film, you know, where we record our uh, podcast, and um, they do a lot here. Like, And it's a black-owned business. It's a black-owned business. Yes. If you guys are in the music industry, and if you think you can sing, you think you're right. Like me. You I came podcast. in here and put down some lyrics before we started the podcast. You know, like, you can follow the Inkwell Studios. You know I think what I'm you saying? Can... Yes. My mic sound nice. Check one. My, my mic sound nice. Check two. My, My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready? I'm just saying. But no, like if you if you want to rap, you want to sing, you want to put some things down. You know, just I think they are they're on Instagram and Facebook, Inkwell Studios. You can look them up. You know. And we want to give a special shout out to our engineer, yes. Mr. Knowledge. He's always making our sound yes. good. Yes. Well, making us sound good because sometimes. <laughs> You know? But Inkwell Studios. Yes, yes. shout Record, out. Inkwell Recording Studios. That's it. And who Definitely. owns that? Mr. Joseph Wesley. All right. I hope he don't get mad I said his whole government on here. <laughs> he put his whole go- so knowledge won't tell us his government yeah. so he can't put it out on the podcast. <laughs> but we do know his mama call him yeah. Woody. So his mama call him Woody, we gonna call him Woody. All right? Oh. It has been fun, yes, fun, yes. fun. So... Our next podcast is going to be a very good one again. Oh, it's going to get crunk. I think it's going to help a lot of people, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about wifey. What does it take to be a wife? Mm. Do things stop when you become a wife? Hell no. Uh, No, no, no. No. It's even better. It's, I'm telling you. You can be a whole So, whore. this is a little intro. <laughs> a whole slap of wife. This is a little intro. So, you know, they got this new show called Pete Valley. Oh, I don't. Uh, in the beginning, I wanted to be Mercedes, but then Miss Mississippi. I was like, as a wife, I can do all oh, of that. Yeah. As a wife, it, yes, and not be judged. So, we're going to talk about it. It's going to be a good 
topic. We probably need to bring in our wifey song by next. That's oh, old. That's that my jam. Continues that's my jam. to be a really good big single, mm-hmm. a big hit, I should say. But thank you guys for rocking with me, for being good girlfriends to me, even though we haven't known each other that long. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for being a part of my life, uh, imparting good, positive vibes yes. in our life yes. and just being good co-workers after all yes. and supporting me with my dreams and my vision. Yes. So it has been real. Yes. And as we say, break time is over. <laughs> it's time to go back to work. Uh, back to work. But we going home. And so we like to say good night to all of our co-workers out there listening. Yeah. Thank you. You guys have a great night. Be blessed. All right. Bye. Bye. Let's, Let's talk. talk. talk.